Good morning, you Daily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Bruce Wicker, an industry consultant and former CEO with Haynes and Virginia Tile. Bruce, how you doing? I'm great, Kemp. How about you? I'm good. We saw each other at Surfaces. I thought it'd be good to give our listeners a little bit of a recap. First, in talking, this is not my read, but in talking to several people that go every year, you know, track the, the people who come into their space and the orders that they get. They thought that uh, traffic was probably about 50 to 55% of the 2019 levels as far as attendees. But the buyers, the people who were coming, were actually interested in buying. That was good news. And actually, this is a little better than some of us were thinking it might be a week before, right? Yeah, I think that the optimistic view was going to be about 60%. Pessimistic was about 50 I think we split the difference. The people there were serious. The show floor looked fine. Lots of exhibitors who weren't there but a few new time yeah. uh, exhibitors that kind of canceled each other, uh, each other out but yeah. it was fine you know and I think this day and age that's pretty good turnout yeah a lot of investments you could tell certainly with Shaw Shaw had a major space there and they were there with all their brands for the first time in uh, 20 years so uh, that was a statement oh yeah they, they did a good showing there you know Mohawk Dowtow had the big spot there yeah. as usual AHF was there for the first time Cali was there for the first time yeah yeah. And as I say, there were a couple of notable players who weren't there. Just they bet on the pessimistic side in terms of the attendees. But right. it, all in all, it was a good show. Yeah, AHF got to mention that that treehouse space that kind of jumped out, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, Wendy Booker, she's a marketing person over there, yeah. and she did she does a great job for those folks. And talking about new introductions, obviously, when we start talk about the looks, they were cleaner and lighter, especially on you know, on the hard, hard surface side. We also saw, like with Mannington, they were introducing you know some products that they had kind of put on the back seat a little bit when LVT was so strong, and uh, you know they were introducing more in the laminate area and in the hardwood area. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean LVT was still king of the floor. Yeah, but I did see more wood and more variations in wood, you know, densified wood and, and even longer planks and wider. The innovation in the wood side continues, and yeah, that was pretty evident. Yeah, Mannington also announced the first day that they had purchased Georgia Tufters, which mm-hmm. gives them you know coating and backing capability. I think they had been a customer to them, so that's backwards integration for them, but they make them stronger. Uh, they're probably uh, they won't admit it because they're privately held, but they're over a, a billion dollars in sales. Now. Right, yeah, that's my estimate as well. Yeah, yeah, they keep uh, they're adding bolt-ons, if you will, right, and continue to grow. All three of the IP brands were there. I for F, Lenge, and yeah. 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 yeah, you know, you saw innovations in acoustic performance, digital printing, locking mechanisms, yeah. and some tile that was groutable, another tile that just had a much more realistic grout look. So. IP also stood out to me as well. Yeah. I know I know you had several meetings with some private equity firms, so they're interested in the space now, even more so, right? Yeah, I think in the in the flooring space, the predominant interest in, in acquisitions is coming from private equity, not solely, but uh, a lot of it. The consolidation, we spoke about it a few weeks, several weeks ago, on the distribution side. And the other strong side is on the installation contractor side which is even more fragmented than the distribution side. So there's a great deal of interest in, in a number of different players that four or five years ago, you know, we didn't really pay much attention to or didn't know who they were. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But they were there in force. Right. And then we had this big news today that Diversify, uh, the big group mm. of commercial contractors that are mostly Starnet, has partnered with 
Spectra. Yeah. Shaw exits that yeah. business, and uh, Spectra becomes part of Diversify. So. Well, you know, it seemed to me that's a good example of what we just said. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they did get a pretty good deal for that. There's a lot of appetite. Yeah. They, they say that that organization now is going to be a billion dollars in revenue, so that's a that's really? a major entity. Yeah. Wow. Even they got ADG, which, you know, after at the Dunes Point, kept going. So right. it is going to see more and more of this. And then, of course, we've got AFI, Armstrong. They yep. were on the floor. Right. You know, what I understand is we'll probably know how this this chapter, or maybe it's the book ending, I don't know, but something will be much clearer come March or, or no later than April. I guess there's uh, a few different alternatives. It's either is bankrupt or uh, broken into pieces, which could be an and or, or there's a buyer. I don't know what you heard, of, but the interest, I think, is pretty tepid yeah. in terms of buying it. I went to their space. Their products are gorgeous. They were there, obviously, with an investment and a booth and had a lot to talk about. So uh, we're just talking about you know a brand that's over 100 years old and uh, what its future may be. My money says that the Armstrong <laughs> brand will continue in one form or another, but we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, I, I think that's right. Yeah, it's a little bit like a Greek tragedy to get to this point. But, yes, it's still a good brand and, you know, they're still generating good designs, so... And there's good people there, obviously. So we'll have to just wait and see and wish them the best. Yeah. How about the Cali space? They were the first there for the first time, and they've got some backing from Victoria, a British company, right. and uh, they're mm-hmm. talking about a lifestyle, and they're in, into outdoor landscaping and the plastic yeah. decking. Uh, so. <laughs> I thought all that. Yeah. Yeah, it has a California look going there, the wood samples and uh, surfboard form and all that. Yeah. They've got a little thing going on there now with rugs as well because of the connection with the rug side of their business. And yeah. Victoria also picked up a piece of uh, Balta uh, in the last several months. So they're growing, and they made a big acquisition in Turkey. Yeah. Speaking of other countries, there weren't many foreign exhibitors, as many as no. normal. So that was a noticeable absence. Yeah, and it was funny when I, when I was thinking about the 55, 60%. I wonder how much of the, of the attendance is international. You know, there were Europeans there, but not as many as usual. And then there was a large void of what we normally see coming from, from Asia. I wonder what percentage of the audience they would have in a normal period, right? Maybe 20%. Who knows? Yeah. All right, Bruce, well, it's good to recap this with you for our audience. Good to spend time with you again. Been talking to Bruce Wicker, an industry consultant, talking about surfaces last week. And you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLA.net.